Welcome to another episode of All Hands on Deck. My name is Frost and I'm joined by Salty. We are two salty, salty, salty women who are ready to talk about our favorite things. And we want you to enjoy our favorite things with us forcefully. You're going to enjoy it. That's why you're listening to it. Welcome. Okay, you can laugh now. I know. When you you say shit like that, people don't want to come near us. (laughs) If people saw us in the public, I think they would be horrified. I like to think that I am fucking delightful. (laughs) You are a delight. We had this discussion as to how I was like literal Satan to you when I met you and that you hated me. You weren't (laughs) Satan to me. You weren't. No, I just didn't like you from a distance. Like, I I (laughs) personally. so much am i a monet painting like from a distance i look horrifyingly like you come up close no that is a throwback just, to clueless you, thank you, you very much you you were you're a very petite person and you have a look on your face like you're annoying and you have a sound in your voice like you're annoying thanks and so kind <laughs> i thought you were the wrong kind of annoying like basic bitch annoying <laughs> but it turns out that you're my kind of annoying <laughs> Or I'm just into, you know, getting cummed on and watching guys get cummed in. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay. We're getting we're getting we're getting deep into this right off the bat. <laughs> Jesus. Literally. That's exactly that's exactly how you go about friendship too, by the way. Is it <laughs> it's it's ass like elbow in ass deep. Or nothing at all. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it, you can't have one or the other with either of us. Like with you, you got to just jump in, go in. You can't even hold your nose with you. Like <laughs> I, I don't understand how these relationships happen. Like when two Fujoshis, <laughs> again, the term Fujoshi means rotten girl in Japanese. Uh, actually, I've never explained that. So lesson learned. Fujoshi means rotten girl in Japanese. It's the term that they use for girls who like... Dojinshi, Yaoi, boy love, but kind of more deeper than that is just the 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 cesspool of otaku or nerdy girls, like the type of people that tend to quote unquote ruin fandoms. Uh, that's what we are, and when those two people meet, encounter each other in the wild, it's, it's like a nebula <laughs> opening up. It's it's like it's like a it's like a black hole. How this how this started is we worked at a coffee shop together. We in particular worked at Starbucks and Frost made a noise at me, which I remember very distinctly from a filthy Frank video that I watched several times over and I just looked at her eyes wide and I what 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 ended up happening is that I finished my duties, like the the, the tasks that I was supposed to do. So I came to the manager on shift and I instead of asking <laughs> what else can I do, I uh, I said uh Hey, boss, boss, please, what else can I do? <laughs> and, and Sarah was working on the bar making a latte. And she was, as she was slowly pouring the milk into the latte, she looked up at me <laughs> slowly and our eyes met. And then she, I'm pretty sure she was like, 
Yes! I did. <laughs> and there were people very confused about the entire exchange. <laughs> Can you give me the pussy, please? <laughs> oh, my God. And so not even 15, 20 minutes later, <laughs> she's in the back washing the dishes and she legit did not give a fuck. She was like, I like gay guys. I like boys fucking each other in the ass. You like Brendan Yuri? I like Brendan Yuri being fucked in the ass by his other band members. Do you like that? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, no, but I can see where you're coming from and how that would be appealing, I suppose. Like, I just, I'll never forget that. Just casually uh, washing just the dishes and you're just like, I, I do bandom. What do you do? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, we're at the fucking, we're in fucking jail and holding and we're like, oh, I, I got arrested for fucking cocaine. What'd you do? <laughs> it's in here for liking boys on boys a little bit too much. I got, I'm in here for eating too much ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god and that's our relationship backstory and <laughs> w- why it's both a, bl- a blessing and a curse when two otaku fujoshi grown-ass women meet each other in the wild to this day like i look at my phone like oh fuck i can't open up this discord chat right now this discord thread is not safe for work leading me into i guess a little bit of news let's just take that and do a little segue uh I, I I I have failed to update this in the last episode, so I'm going to update it in this episode correctly this time. We have a Discord. Ah, it's called All Hands on Deck. Creatively. Ah, Come please, and bother us. <laughs> please join us. This is where I would like to update our episodes, news on our episodes, or whatever else we're talking about. But also... And perhaps most importantly, provide a safe haven for people who like alternatively weird and erotic slash pornographic slash whatever you want to. (laughs) Anything else too? You know, it's just I notice specifically, and here's the the root of why we're doing this podcast a little bit deeper now that you guys have gotten to know us in a really weird ways, is that there's always a bunch of content for stereotypical hentai and erotic content of that nature like nerdy kind of fan fiction stuff like that like but there's not a lot of yuri yaoi furry or any of the other uh alternative forms of this great and cool and interesting and unique culture and I wanted to bring that into a podcast so that other people who are like us can feel like they have a place to call home. And so I'm extending that out into a Discord community where you can also call that place home and post pictures or whatever that you like or support yourself, your fan art, your art, your yes, fan fiction. Yes, we want all of your OC. It doesn't have to be bring pornographic or erotic either. Just no. a place for people who are mm, different. Us. Yeah. So, having said that, please join us. Please love us. We'll love you back. We want to love everybody. Uh, in other news, I guess, while I'm talking about awesome, cool news, is that we got a voice-recorded review from Andy C. And 
their podcast is called Mary and Andy Aren't Good at This. Which is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I love that name. It's so funny. <laughs> thank you for the shout out and the, well, I guess you didn't shout us out, but thank you. Thank you for your review. Thank you for listening to us and providing us with positive feedback. We enjoy it. Yeah, it was really nice of you to say that. And we uh, briefly have been listening to what you have. We just got your comment, so we haven't had a chance to listen. But so far, I was listening to the Hulk one, and that was pretty funny just from what <laughs> I listened to. So I'll, tr- I'll try to listen to that a little bit more. Yes, it was beautiful. Moving into our topic of discussion, which will be later, actually. Which is Dojenji. So buckle up for that. But in the meantime, what did you do this week? I, I I did this again where I was on the road. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know why I have these these anime epiphanies as I'm driving. <laughs> but, I do that, but with story ideas. <laughs> but I was driving. I think I was coming back from um, my boyfriend's house. I'm like, I think Attack on Titan came out. <laughs> like did you say it to him just like that in the days like yes <laughs> like you just came out of the future like a hallucination just <gasps> you know i think he's just <laughs> you're com- the you're the seer of anime <laughs> I don't he just expects it at Titan. this point he I, I swear to god he's just like he's like okay whatever what i don't i don't care um, <laughs> so i watched episode 50 and 51 of the new season three of attack on titan fam let me fucking tell you is there any spoilers no, I will, okay. I'm not that much Spoiler of a Spoiler free! I will just say that I am very happy. It was like old times with a nice big old fight and everything. You got Aaron's bitch ass being Aaron's bitch ass. Like in a good way or a bad way? 50-50. <laughs> Take your pick. Is Aaron as a bitch ass really good? No. No. <laughs> he's Ar- a really bad bitch ass. And Armin doing his Armin thing where he's actually fucking useful which coconut head is useful i I forget that you don't like armin i just don't he's a whiny little baby that cries too much i'm sorry fucking love him (laughs) of course he's right up my alley he's tiny blonde and cute eyes of course i'm not dyeing my hair blonde because of you your your hair is naturally blonde so fuck off Anyway, I was it was really excited because it felt like old Attack on Titan where it wasn't very political, these two episodes, which I don't really mind the political aspect where, you know, they have everything going on with the church and they literally put a funnel up a guy's ass and they made him eat his own shit. I think that was hilarious. And I thought was, you said this was spoiler free. Uh, th- this was season two that that had happened. So, so if you haven't watched season two yet, fuck you. <laughs> OK, I'm sorry. There's a teeny little spoiler shit in ass <laughs> i think things a butthole are expected in this and that's podcast. basically all season two was and i'm not talking about uh butthole funnels i'm talking about <laughs> po- politics it was it season was a lot two of was all politics it was a lot of politics and with the the advent of this 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 uh this series this um season so far it hasn't been very politically which i was really excited for i wanted more act I want more action instead of political. So let's see how this this pans out. I was very yeah, so, jazzed. Yeah, kind of like a little refresher. Like uh, this is the reason, perhaps, why a lot of you liked Attack on Titan was death cool. and gore and death and gore and, and screaming and crying and oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, it was it was it was definitely shock value at first. Was Ooh. definitely shock value was the first reason why I jumped in. I see. I I they're turning out the seasons but they took that long ass break and 
it was so hard for me as a fan of the first season when it was originally airing uh, to jump back into season two and get hyped for it. I, I still, I still, I, I'm off, I'm off the Attack on Titan bandwagon, Honestly, if man. I have to be a thousand percent honest, I waited, I'm the, I am this person. I'm okay with stuff being spoiled for me because I wait till the whole thing comes out and then I binge watch it all in like two days. See, that's smart, but I'm not smart. <laughs> I like suffering along with my fellow fandom people. No, I need it. Like, with the whole Marvel thing, like, I was okay with seeing Endgame before I watched Infinity War. That's how much of a piece of shit I am. <laughs> I don't know if that is better or bad. <laughs> I, I imagine Endgame wouldn't make a lot of sense for before Infinity but War. I, I watched Infinity Endgame War. Endgame doesn't make a lot of sense anyway, but still. Well, I watched, I did watch Infinity War before I went in, but, but still. <laughs> You did good. You did good. So, so two episodes as of this recording. Yes. Is out now on Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. And they're action packed. So again, our audience probably already knows all of this and knows that those seasons and the episodes and all that fun stuff is out. But in case you didn't know, hop on that. Get on it soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? What else did you do? I. I know what you did. You hated it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I watched Endgame again, <laughs> which was a fucking event. <laughs> Going into it with a, a new, with a, you know, I've already seen this before perspective. It was kind of eye-opening and there's things that I caught where I didn't really notice them at first. So kind of like it, ah, never mind. I don't want to spoil it. We already spoiled it in the last episode, you weirdo. Okay, well, I wanna... also the the Russo brothers uh, officially lifted the spoiler warning, so it's anybody's game now. <laughs> yeah, well, I noticed like at the end when the, the 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 ending that you hate that Bucky is very well aware that you know Steve is gonna go commit this thing. Like he's he's not he's gonna stay back in time for a little while. <laughs> he's just Bucky's so chill. <laughs> Bucky doesn't fucking care anymore. Like I know he gave up on life, and I love it. <laughs> he is. He's got that long must hair, and just like I, used I don't to, fucking care. I you used hate to not, Bucky. I used to not like his character, but since he took that chill pill, I've actually been enjoying him a lot more. Where he's just kind of he just loafs around with his hands in his pocket, and he's just got this smug look on his face all the time. And his hair is clean and combed. I do like that part about him too. <laughs> I really didn't like the whole. Uh, smoky eye that uh, the, the the night after they went out clubbing <laughs> glitter no i did yes. not i did not like i that. want messy face bucky covered in cum okay uh, stop it gross stop it i don't like that at all. i do i don't this isn't all about what you want it is <laughs> it's my fucking podcast stop it <laughs> Gee, is that I'm... the only thing that you noticed <laughs> At the um, end of Endgame? No, no. Um, I noticed how done Natasha was and that, you know, suicide didn't seem like a way out. <laughs> Dude, she was so fucking done. She's in the huge Avengers Tower, you know, all by herself. <laughs> Eating fucking peanut butter sandwiches, having to listen to everybody's fucking problems. Dude, she's miserable. No wonder she flung herself off that fucking cliff. She didn't fucking she had, care she anymore. Had <laughs> um, she had nothing. I, uh, again, I didn't 
I don't know. Her character was kind of like background noise for me, but I did, I did like that whole like who's uh, who's gonna die. I first. know. I like how they, I like how they both fought until the end. Like, <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> we just, I, I imagine that the Red Skull was just sitting there, just very confused, like, what observing this unfold. They're fighting where to they're fighting die? to die. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got his <laughs> arms crossed, and he's like, mm-hmm. "This, this is interesting." I also, I went, to, I too went to go see it a second time, and went to go see it in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, with my four-year-old son, so that he could enjoy the movie and then not have to ruin anybody else's time. However, he was like super chill about the movie the entire time. Anyway. I thought it was really funny during that part when they first climb up the mountain and Red Skull calls uh, Black Widow Liebchen. I calls her little baby. He's like, oh, Liebchen. Little baby. <laughs> I was like, I know you're a bad guy, but that was really cute. It was really adorable. And I caught that the second time. I didn't hear it the first time when I had watched it. I was, I was glad that I did. I'm like, oh. And Hawkeye's hair, hot mess. Oh, yeah. Everything about him is a hot mess. I like <laughs> They kind of they kind of brought forth some of the characters that have always been background noise and brought them to the foreground, and I did appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but is there anything like else you specifically want to talk about? I don't know. The second time. <laughs> the second time, um, I did cry at the same points, especially it's Peter Parker. <laughs> as soon as he popped up on screen. And, you know, he sees him dying like, oh, fuck, I can't I can't do this shit today. And um, see, that's not the part that gets me. The part that gets me. I lost the kid. I, I cried then, too. <laughs> I mean, that part made just made me as a as a shipper of Tony and Steve feel satisfied because one, why would Captain America know or care about, quote unquote, the kid? Because Tony enlisted Peter in t- to fucking get captain Car- captain america's ass to cap a cap a cap in his ass <laughs> uh, i'm not drunk i'm not <laughs> i'm sure? on a lot of cold medicine <laughs> uh, so captain america briefly met spider-man but he's been in hiding so why would Tony say I lost the kid as if there was some sort of relationship that the three of them had? But the part that got me, okay, okay. is not the part that where Peter Parker, like, for some reason, just started bawling all over. And pe- like, why did Pepper Potts have to drag his ass off of her husband? <laughs> as okay, I don't like her as a person anyway. <laughs> I think she's just vile. <laughs> she's in. Just, I won't go into reasons why because I will stay out of. You, you just you don't oh you just don't like the actress no god oh. no i hate gwyneth paltrow okay <laughs> i think she's useless okay well i mean i'm not talking about gwyneth paltrow because i one of the things about me is that i often don't go investigating actors or actresses I personal do. lives because i prefer to just see their characters and then not have those characters be ruined for me so there we go that's probably why i have a positive outlook on pepper Potts because i don't know anything about the actors i know some things about the big ones like robert Downey jr obviously but pepper Potts, the part that got me was that she had to pull peter off of tony and then she had to kneel down to him and she's totally saving face keeping it together and tony 
didn't feel like he deserved to die at that moment. And she had to tell him that he did it. It's okay. And give him that permission to die. And that was so hurtful and touching. And that's what made me cry. Just, I thought it was really, I don't know, just it. it, it you can rest now. I know she's. <laughs> it was sad. <laughs> that's the only time I cried. I didn't cry the second time, I don't think. I don't remember. I, I just, I was emotional. I was very emotional. In a good way? No, in a, in a good way. It was, I, I watched it again because my boyfriend had not seen the movie yet and I wasn't around, allowed to talk about it around him until he had saw the movie. And um, I, I, I had to stop myself because at the parts that I knew he would get excited, I couldn't look at him. So I would like look away from him. Like <laughs> right before the big thing started, he's like grabbing my leg for me to pay attention to him for the moment. Like it's, it's happening. It's happening. The Avengers Assemble is happening. And I like had to just stop. We're in the fucking theater where people pay me to be quiet. We've discussed this before. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I had to like maintain composure, which was I think the hard thing, which was exhausting, because <laughs> I knew what was coming up next, and he didn't. I didn't want to be that douche next to him. Like we we've just paid to do this, and you know, uh, fuck you, <laughs> you're gonna get excited at this part. I, you you don't get the suspense. I'm gonna ruin it for you. <laughs> but I'm a good girlfriend, and I didn't. Sounds like you had a uneventful <laughs> week, even though you have a lot to say about Endgame. But you've seen it twice um, now. Oh my god! Um, and then I did watch uh, Dead to Me, which cut, which just popped up on my Netflix thing. It was a Sunday afternoon. I'm like, you know, I, Netflix is just cranking some shit out they right are, now, like, and some dark shit too. Like, I am loving it. Like it, it's about um, Dead to Me is about um, this woman. Her husband is killed in a hit and run accident. It's and um, she goes to like a support group for bereaved. Um, for bereaved spouses and she meets a, a friend there who's totally fucking crazy <laughs> and I, not in the good way though <laughs> you know you know what my husband said when he was watching the trailer of these two women he looked at me and he was like it's like you and salty <laughs> but i don't know no th this woman is fucked up in it like she is fucking crazy and not in a good way like needs it made her it made her seem like she was crazy in a good way though the, the trailer did um christine appleton's character yes or not not christine appleton christine applegate her character yes but the other one no. okay so like the the tall blonde, blonde one that's and then the short blonde one the short blonde one that's that's being portrayed as being funny is she the one that's not all right in the head yeah short blonde not right in the head okay well they made her seem like she was gonna be really cool and fun and awesome but okay i'm still gonna check it out oh god do it's and it, i i saw it described as a dramedy or a i do i enjoy a lot more dark humor like um chuck polinup books are very dark humory so this was more up my alley with just it's fucked up but this is hilarious like there's a part where um the main character she sees um anytime she sees like a uh a dent in a car that's person shaped she like goes out of her way to like fix it or like measure it and everything to see if it would fit her husband and all of that stuff like and judy how, so you mean that there's a dent that was big enough for a person yeah okay and, like, i was she gonna say how do you how do you have a person shaped dent 
Yeah, like it looks like it. I'm just imagining like one of those cartoons <laughs> where like the one leg is up and the one arm is up. No, like <laughs> like if I hit you with my car and drove away, then, like what that would look like. I would, I would just say like an enormous dent in it, and not a person shaped dent. Okay, I should be more specific, but you know, there's a difference between when you hit like a deer, between you know hitting a pole. Like there's a difference in what that looks like on your car. Right? I guess. I mean, (laughs) car destruction is car destruction. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, if your spouse got hit in a hit and run accident, you would be like, okay, that looks like something got hit there. That wasn't just a pole came out of left field or something like that. Oh my God, like in Hereditary? That was was so. I've never screamed in a movie theater before, and you would think that I would scream in a movie theater at a part that's appropriate to scream. But no, (laughs) I screamed at that part because I was just, I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) It's a good thing I was alone in the movie theater at the time. Oh, my God. I would freak the fuck out too. That that alone, like that was the scariest part of the movie. I think was I, that little bitch's face just get torn the fuck off. Like, I have a lot to say and think about that movie. I know you do. But we shan't we go don't, into that. We don't have that kind of time today. What did you do this week, Frost? You know what? I read a book. You read a book? <laughs> yeah. Who does that? I don't fucking know. I decided to try and get into the habit of reading one book a week. So I read a book last week. Uh, it was a unicorn sonata. Ooh. <laughs> I was expecting you to say something more insulting. Okay. <laughs> By Peter Beagle. I will be very kind. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because my cloven hooves will fill you up later. <laughs> I knew that turned you on. <laughs> Let's move on. So it was a book written by Peter Beagle who wrote The Last Unicorn, which is Shocking. probably the reason <laughs> the probably the reason why I have a problem with unicorns in the first place. I don't have a problem <laughs> with unicorns. I just really like I like unicorns, uh-huh. okay? I think they're pretty. You sound like a wounded animal <clears throat> that's trying to defend themselves in the corner. <laughs> just stop. I'm, I'm trying not to cough. <laughs> that's how I sound. Uh, no. I'm going to hold it in. I just swallowed my cough like a champion. I just thought you were going to say something else, but you know. I don't know how I felt about the Unicorn Sonata. It was short, sweet, and kind of didn't have a purpose. But at the same time, it had like light purpose. It's not like a plot. I... It was, I don't know, I, I, it, was, it seemed more like it was just kind of a side project for him and not a big project for him. Uh, compared to The Last Unicorn, it's a short, quick read. It's more young adult uh, generated than it is older adult, or yeah, I guess. Yeah, young adult. Yeah, yeah, this, this one's a little bit more kiddie-ish than The Last Unicorn. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Uh, quick read. Nah. Super. It, it's about this girl who crosses the border and spends all of her time in a unicorn realm with like satyrs and little dragons and stuff like that. And her relationship with these unicorns and kind of her time there. So it's almost like a Chronicles of Narnia situation because time moves differently between the two worlds and. She wants to stay in this fantasy world and she has struggles with the reality and all of that. And 
I'm I'm making it sound way more complex than it actually is. It's just a little girl being like, I like unicorns and I like to make music and the unicorns make music and I'm trying to write a song and that's why it's called Unicorn Sonata. <laughs> I also watched Chambers on Netflix. You finished it. I did. And? It was really good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like I said, Netflix keeps turning out some good shit. <laughs> I really appreciate I'm, it. I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. I, I'm i really excited to see what kind of fucked up content they're going to keep giving us. Uh, and not, I not, hope I they continue see- to give us more questionably fucked up content. I really do. Like, I want to see them get a little bit more darker. What was uh, the, what's, what's the darkest thing you've seen on Netflix? Um... I think content-wise, Altered Carbon was pretty dark for me. Yeah, I guess. I Altered guess. Carbon yeah, that's pretty, pretty messed and up. They, and then they like popped out with fucking Devil Man Crybaby. I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, that one. I, I wouldn't call. I, I. Yeah, I guess that one's. I would call fucked it more up. fucked up. It is, but that's kind of what happens, though. Like it wasn't Netflix. It's not really a Netflix original. It's no. just a reboot. Of no, and what neither is Ultra happened. Carbon. Ultra Carbon is a book series. Oh, is that really? Yeah, yeah. it oh, is. It's a book I learned series. something new today. Yes. Hmm. It is a book series. It's a book series that I will not check out because I just don't like science fiction. I wish really? I did. I did not like Altered Carbon. I mm. tried to watch it. But you it. liked Westworld. I did because it's not all about the fan or the sci fi. It's, okay. it's, it, it spends most of its time in past in the actual animatronic world so it's a little bit of best of both worlds i i can dig that but when it's all science fiction i tend to my eyes glaze over more often than not there are some weird oddballs out there yeah i i guess we can go with that Mm, yeah and so chambers it could have been darker is essentially what i'm getting at is is it I wanted it to be darker, and the ending kind of fell short on that. Just like, blah, blah, blah. No, I wouldn't say blah. I would just say, on my part, given my history of what I've seen and stuff, uh, and I, it was unsurprising, I suppose. Like, oh, you know, okay, I get that. And I wanted it to be, like, a little bit more messed up than it ended up being <clears throat> i think they're gonna do a second season and i'm not entirely sure they definitely left off at a cliffhanger kind of situation so i think there will be a season two coming within the year though i can never tell because they always cancel my favorite shows like santa clarita diet yeah they canceled that i know they canceled sense eight though they did wrap it up in a giant movie and i do appreciate that no i was very very surprised that they canceled Santa Clarita Diet. Um, I, that had a pretty decent following from what I've seen. I think that movie is funny as shit. <laughs> That's definitely dark humor. <laughs> it was. I love the poor husband in that has like su- he has that really pained smile on his face. Like <laughs> he just does it so perfectly. I resonate with him so much. Oh. That, that face and smile of his for some reason it reminds me of Jamie Lannister, and I don't know why. <laughs> Probably because he also has to deal like Jamie Lannister also has to deal with like a batshit crazy significant other. Yeah, and then he's just like. I guess I'm on long for the ride. I, I guess. I guess that's how this is going to go. And just fuck Game of Thrones, by the way. Can I just... <laughs> so at the time of the recording, it's it's Monday, May 6th. 6th. 
and so season eight episode five five just came out yeah last night i'm not night. even watching the fucking show and i know where you guys are at the internet doesn't want us to forget for some reason the north never forgets the north remembers excuse me all i know is that Jon snow didn't pet his fucking dog and the world is losing it i don't give a fuck oh my god oh my god look at my dog right now do you think i'd be able to pet him not be able to pet him if i went off into battle or whatever you know what the whole like ghost was just there for fan service to begin with he He's just spent the entire fucking show not being around, and all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, there's there's ghost. What's up, bitch? And then he he shows up again, and like his ears all chewed off, and he's just like all blood covered. And okay, fuck off. Like that's 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 John's um, that's his that's his signature move now is just watching people like be sad and miserable and just walking away like because poor Sam. <laughs> I don't even watch the fucking show, and that was hilarious when I watched that episode. <laughs> I mean, just like Sam's just underneath a pile of whites, and John's like, "Oh, good luck with that." <laughs> he just keeps going. I understand why, because you know, can't stop, I suppose, and get caught up in other things. But it just seemed like okay, he did that to Sam, so yeah, I guess it's to be expected of Ghost. But why do we care about a character because that wasn't people that wasn't, are here for the dog that wasn't flushed out and it wasn't hardly there. Like there's literally like that's that's the whole point of Ghost is he's a ghost. He just pops in whenever he fucking feels like it. I guess I don't know, but uh, okay. <laughs> and he definitely looks like a creature that I wouldn't really want to pet. Like who uh, <laughs> you do you wolf giant wolf, but I. I have a lot of problems with Game of Thrones right now, and I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> they did so much. They did so much character development and said a lot of things and did a lot of things, and then they just wiped their butts and flushed the <laughs> toilet. That's, that's what they did. <laughs> and I'm like, that's how you feel? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I liked Jamie Lannister's character, and then they just through that character development down a cliff what did he do okay so jamie lannister is the one that's in love with his sister and he goes to the north because the sister doesn't send her army to fight the white walkers like she was supposed to and so he didn't think that was right so he went to the north to fight on his own and that was kind of like he broke up with Cersei, even though she's pregnant with his baby. I don't Disgusting. know. And so he went to the north. He fought and he told Brienne of Tarth specifically, I want to fight under you. And he was all googly eyed with her and starstruck. And they connected. They they became a couple in that ep- in this latest episode. And he then catches wind that Daenerys Targaryen her uh one of her dragons gets shot and killed and their whole fleet that was sailing to the Red Keep was sunk by the Greyjoy Euron Greyjoy and so for some reason he's like oh I better ride to King's Landing and he leaves in the middle of the night after obviously having sex with Brienne because she was naked in bed with him and he 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 says to her, "I'm a hateful character. I did all of these things for Circe. I strangled my own cousin for Circe. I rode into battle, would have killed children for Circe." And he was like, "You don't know me. I'm hateful." And she's like 
crying. What the fuck? And begging him, which is completely not her character. Well, I I don't want to say that it's not her character because she has that in her. But it's a new side of her character that we're having to see in this moment that I think was completely unnecessary because it seemed really dumb to build her up only to have to show us such an emotionally vulnerable time. And perhaps there's a purpose to that to be relatable because there are strong women that have had men leave them in in similar circumstances. Obviously not dragons and war and stuff, but I mean to say that, you know, they begged them to stay and it never worked because they were hateful and had a problem on the inside kind of situation. That's what I'm talking about. And so it sat with me wrong. I don't know how to feel about it. I really don't. I didn't I I didn't want to see Brienne be vulnerable, but I appreciate them showing us that there was that vulnerability on such an intimate level. But I almost wish like. It just didn't seem right to do that in the little time that they had. I think that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of here. And I'm a little bit annoyed that they did all of this character uh, construction on Jamie and making him a lot more complex than he really needed to be, only to have him circle backwards almost like none of it happened. And... Again, I guess it's relatable because people make these terrible decisions. It's almost like being an, an addict and you have a relapse kind of like that's almost kind of like what it was. But for this this series to be ending in literally two more episodes, it didn't make any sense for this stuff to be happening at this point in time. It would have made sense to happen, you know, a season ago. Yeah, because then you could have had more time to flesh out all these things. But they didn't do that. So I guess I'll find out what happens in the next episode. Will I be mad? I'm not sure. We'll find out. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. In lighthearted news, though, it wasn't all doom and gloom. Although it was a lot of doom and gloom. (laughs) There was was a couple of silver linings. Uh, Bertie and Tuca. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you watched. I'm. I pretty like. If, for those of you have seen who have seen Broad City, this is Broad City, um, animated. That's all it is. I haven't seen Broad City. For oh, me, it's God. like a really pervy version of Rocco's Modern Life, with, with just like a little bit more fucked up. And I just, I don't. I like that the message is that they're not trying to send a message and they're just being wacky and zany and it doesn't make any sense. And okay. I'm a little disturbed that, you know, there's a lot of tits for some reason. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I just, but there's like nothing else. It's just tits and ass. I've only seen six episodes and there's 10 episodes and they're, they're only 20 minute episodes. So have fun with that. I I, I, I started watching the first episode and I didn't know what to think. And then all of a sudden I was six episodes deep and I realized to myself, why am I still watching this? I still don't know what to think. And I've been watching this for a couple hours now. Please help. Somebody help me. And I, I had to turn it off. I had to go to bed. I was I, I needed to shut down. <laughs> you just needed to turn <laughs> Boo-doo-doo-doo. it off. Do, 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 What is your turn off noise? Do, do, do. <laughs> I don't know. Probably just a giant fart sound. <laughs> my turn fuck? off noise. Just... <gasps> That's. Stop. 
<laughs> Mine is the panicked wheezing that my body sets in when all the drugs kick in. <laughs> Just <sighs> the labored breathing like the, the... when all the narcotics <laughs> kick in. <laughs> Like that that pre-sleep snore, like the kind of <laughs> snore that tends to that tends to wake you up when yes. like if you fall asleep when you shouldn't fall asleep and you do that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Precisely like Oh my god. Oh my god, please somebody send help here. Please, because we're about to get into the meat and potatoes after this break. Welcome back to us from a break, short break. Not that it matters because it probably wasn't something that you even noticed. It was a couple minutes for us, no minutes for you. And Salty's eager and ready to talk about our favorite segment Free. that we forgot. What? No, shut up. That we forgot <laughs> in last week's episode. Sorry, hashtag. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> we're new at this and we don't know what we're doing. Our segment, What the Fuck is on Fortune? <laughs> that's all that's all she cares about <laughs> yes oh i heard that wheeze that was a tasty wheeze <laughs> i can't oh. stop we're both getting over the we're both getting over the flu it's your fault that i'm like this no uh, uh, yeah i take full responsibility for you. your child is patient zero <laughs> <laughs> his grubby little baby hand touched my phone and then i got the itis i'm, I'm confused about you and free because you haven't seen all of it okay, but you're you, but you you lit you live it vicariously through and this, me this is why this is dangerous and why i want to talk about dojinshi is that i found dojinshi of you know makoto and haru so i don't even want to watch the show anymore because i have a fictionalized idealized but the show just makes the relationship so much more beautiful the That's the whole I point don't... of the show. Is there re- like literally the uh, second? S- shut the fuck up. <laughs> the second season, Haru breaks up with Makoto and goes to fucking Australia for a couple of weeks. And when he comes home, Makoto is like so relieved, and he's like, "Welcome home, Haru." And there's like fireworks exploding in the sky later that night when they're talking to each other about their future and how Haru feels upset that Makoto's going to Tokyo and how Haru doesn't know what he's going to do. It's there's a reason why there's a lot of doujinshi in fan fiction I know. and pictures and out there. The it's because there's thing. a lot of rocks to stand on. <laughs> and that's the dangerous thing is like I love the doujinshi that I have found. I have found just endless foddery dic- uh, dictionary dictionary dick jinshi dick jinshi shit dick jinshi i can't do this shit today i have found endless doujinshis of them to where i don't even want to you know watch the show because i have like this little you know in my head this is how it's going so when i find you know yummy and tasty yaoi of daddy makoto giving those sweet little innocent bedroom eyes <laughs> I don't need the show anymore. I, the show gives you context to their characters, that they're childhood care. friends. I don't care. I don't care. And that's and the that problem you that wouldn't I have. Know. How would you know <sighs> that Makoto likes to, he does, do you know why he does the backstroke, Sarah? Salty? <laughs> You've called me by my real name on here twice. Salty Sarah? Do you know why Makoto likes no. to do the backstroke? No, do fucking you like- tell me. <laughs> you 
gonna bend me over my knee and say, oh my god this is why you have to watch the show i will let you know it's because and this is the part that makes makoto so precious is that makoto was afraid of the ocean because rin's father was killed in the ocean so he has a phobia of the ocean but he loves the ocean and swimming so he does the backstroke because it's not as scary because he gets to stare at the sky and he knows that he'll make it as long as he's looking at the sky so you're missing that fucking context <laughs> the show is gay 100 <laughs> percent. it's not gonna ruin anything for you it's already there it's literally it's literally it's literally the foundation it's it's the yuri on ice it was yuri on ice before yuri on ice existed it was the gayest thing at the time and then fucking yuri on ice came out and blew that out of the water but they're both solid foundations of those relationships makoto and haru fucking fight me (laughs) (laughs) not rin and haru no i hate rin like it's my full-time job with 401k and benefits fuck you (laughs) i mean i like rin but i hate rin i I just prefer him with um somebody else well i prefer him with two other characters that i space one of the names but i like sasuke and rin and then i fuck what's the other one's name it was like his roommate from the first season yeah i dig that shit (laughs) you're missing fucking watch the tv show I don't have the patience. <laughs> it's too slow for me. <laughs> and I don't care about swimming. I think that's the big thing. Like Fun extra fact for you. Would you like to know this? Sure. You're missing? Makoto's voice actor is the lead singer in a band. And they're the band that does the opening theme songs for the seasons. Beautiful. Old Codex Makoto is a lead singer, and he is so cute in real life, too. Okay. Old Codex. Please look them up. They're so good. We're going to stop this for a hot second because there's Chris Pratt, Slave for a Day. <laughs> what the fuck is on 4chan? We need to, we need to, we need to pull I'm it trying back. to reel this shit back reel in. Reel it back in. You're the one. You're the one that talked about free. You jumped in. You went free. You got you to build up to the... You did a poor segue. Have you ever known me as something that's not blunt and brash and why why specifically Chris Pratt? Okay, <laughs> it's not even. Does it say Star Lord? No, it just it says just says Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. It's just slave. Just Chris Pratt. Slave. That's it. Hello all. I would just like to share with you this new game that I've recently released. It's entirely free. And you can find both download links as well as the instruction on the game's download page. I, you know, he basically made... <laughs> those noises. I've never heard you make those noises before. I'm confused. He made a, a game about making Chris Pratt. I can't say that without thinking of that meme where it's like my dad thought I was saying like a crisp rat, like a rat was burned to a crisp. That's all I can think of when I say his fucking name. You know what I think of when I say Chris Pratt's name Hmm. is he he had to bulk up and be sexy for Star Lord, right? So he had to go on. So he couldn't look like Andy. Yeah, he could. He had he had to go on a specific diet and everything, and so he was like allowed one snack a day, and so he started doing Snapchats of his snacks <laughs> of like his desperate like his he needs, Chris snack like he oh needs he needs his fucking snack and so he would like go and like 
twiddle his snack with a single finger and like lick it and smell it and then come back and it would be like oh, welcome to this episode this next episode of what's my snack <laughs> just it's a carrot cake it's just oh i'm just gonna i'm gonna take a i'm just gonna take a little bite <laughs> what's my snack that's hilarious what's my snack that's great i know it was perfect so anyway other than the name what else is going on in that thread you laughed your ass off to this, and I don't. <laughs> Winter is coming. Let's no. start a Game of Thrones thread. <laughs> I meant, I meant what was happening in the, not the Yowie channel. I meant what was happening in the Slave Chris Pratt thread. Is it? Just... It's basically it's it just it turns into a discussion about how people like this game that they're able to you know and that they're having problems downloading this game. Um but well good for them i guess it must be one of those it's animated short, but it, like it, it is it's like one of it's kind of like Do- doki doki literature club i think is what they tried to do i never played that uh, you know i again it comes down to my attention span do i have that kind of attention span probably not mm. but it does look good <laughs> i did laugh my ass off about winter's coming because specifically this spelled coming c-u-m-m-i-n-g <laughs> And some of the pictures I would like to not talk about. <laughs> I know which ones in particular, but we're not going to fucking go there because I don't want to get ripped off the internet. <laughs> I like my place on the internet, my filth hole that I am in. Please don't take me out of my filth hole, Daddy. Were, I like it down here. You, <laughs> I'm just imagining the fucking possum. <laughs> It's a fucking possum in a fucking like burrow. Okay, there's a there's there's a there's literally a video I just saw today that Salty put up on Facebook. It's a man. It says, "Caution! Check your barbecue before you light it up." And it's a man that goes and taps on his barbecue with fucking tongs, and he pulls out the drawer, the barbecue, and there's just a fucking possum inside the drawer with a couple of babies, and the look on his face is just. And it's just that's your filth hole. You are that possum in that drawer. I am. And the person with the tongs is just like, nope. And then he just closes the drawer. I am. <laughs> just so. <laughs> so you want to stay on? You want to stay in the drawer? So we're not going to talk about some of the pictures in Winter is Coming. I specifically just want to talk about the fucking title. <laughs> Have you not seen the porn parodies for this? That's all of their title is Winter is Coming. That's it. I've, I've seen a couple of Game of Thrones <laughs> threads, but I, I never really got into it too deeply because I just, I don't see any of the characters being like that. And the closest that I thought was interesting and hear me say the word interesting and not sexy is... Uh, Reek and Ramses, just because, just because, like this is very, this is very dark and fascinating, and it's just kind of one of those moments where you're like scrolling, and you're not really scrolling for pleasure or anything other than the fact that you're just like, this is interesting. Why do people? Why do you like this? Why did you choose to draw this? Oh, oh, okay, and and that's about that's about it that I've had for Game of Thrones Yaoi, which. It's surprising, but I just I don't have I don't actually don't have a uh, Yowie ship for that show. I don't think. Nope. I did like uh, tragic. I did like Daenerys's uh, b- 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 shithead pussy ass 
brother from the beginning and everybody hated me for that. I also like Peter uh, Littlefinger. Excuse me. I did enjoy him. I know you did. You just enjoy characters like that. I enjoy characters that everybody hates because I want people to hate me. And that's why I come up with ships that people hate. Like Kevin and Crowley from Supernatural. Oh, God. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) See, I I get off on that. Like when you told me to stop, I want to keep going. (laughs) I think that's what, that's our entire what, dichotomy. What else? What else? <laughs> and then there's the Avenger shit. Ah! Oh, is there there's the so Avenger shit? There's so much. So much. So I just much. need. I, I okay. No. This will go up on Discord after the episode's release. It's. I just. I don't care about really anything else. There's the one picture of thick Thor, <laughs> and then there's another picture of fucking Hulk holding Loki. Just like legs spread, ass ready, and like Loki's got this look on his face, like oh, like he's half curious but also half terrified. I'm curious. And I'm just like, I don't but ship terrified. that. But also, it's it it's a fucking funny picture. I gotta post it's it. Hilarious. I will post it. It's it does it's, it's it's not even pornographic. They're wearing pants, and it's still funny. It's the best. What what what? Else is on 4chan. Did you discover anything else? What the fuck? Not not really anything. No, just winter is coming. Just I can't. And if I have to see one more fucking thing of I, I just saw Metal Gear Solid in there and there was another Borderlands. I cannot think of any Borderlands character in a sexual man. Fuck can we me, just can we just get into this because we, we were discussing Jojinshi and now you know why it's a problem for me because I am somebody that doesn't have the attention span to go back and watch television shows after I've had things. You're not this somebody the 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 with the attention span to finish a fucking conversation before you jump yes. to the next subject. Squirrels. Uh, <laughs> Squirrels live in my brain. <laughs> Jojinshi is, is a love very and important life. part to us. What is Jojinshi? Please explain. It's fan art, comic fan art, broken down, deconstructed. <laughs> okay, thank you. In its simplest of terms. Okay, okay. What is Jojinshi? Thank you, Edward Elric. <laughs> broken down and reconstructed. <laughs> Fuck off. Alchemy: the practice of breaking down and reconstructing. I swear to God. <laughs> what? Why don't you provide us with the more technical term of what is doujinshi? Doujinshi is self-published, fan-made comics of already published comics. And it's a practice that is legal in Japan to a certain extent because it's some sort of weird gray area loophole and they're self-publishing it. And also, I think, because they make it so that it's not very expensive it's like $2 a thing. Like. Well, there's some that's some expensive, but there's then there's not a lot that's expensive. And it's kind of like a side hobby for some of these artists. And like fun fact, there's actually big name artists that do Jojinshi of their own shit. Like uh, the author of Gravitation actually has, I think, two, maybe one to my knowledge. One definitely to my knowledge. And I swear to God, there's another one out there. Of, she actually drew doujinshi of her own shit <laughs> and it was the pornographic thing that we wanted from gravitation that but we never got and then we just got it as a doujinshi which is okay thanks bro uh so it it, it gives you doujinshi almost always is pornographic however there are things that are tea and uh 
rated E for everyone, I guess. And most of it is just taking, it's like fan fiction, but comic books. So it's just them taking what they want out of the TV show and creating art and a story from it. They usually tend to be pretty short and brief um, and sweet. A lot of them, a lot of them don't end up being too complex. And a lot of the times, some of them don't make a lot of sense either because they're, they're working with such a quick kind of like a one shot kind of thing. So, I've, I've run into that problem a lot with Jojinshi that I've read is that it didn't really make a lot of sense, but the art was really pretty. So I don't know. Uh, Jojinshi is love. Jojinshi is life. It doesn't always have to be uh, same sex characters. There's a bunch of stuff that's uh, hetero hentai or just not even hentai to begin with. And be forewarned, Jojinshi is a terrifying, terrifying place, just like the internet itself in 4chan, where you can find a lot of weird stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I read a lot of weird stuff <laughs> from Fullmetal Alchemist. I've I've seen... There's a lot of weird shit. <laughs> Why is it always Fullmetal Alchemist that has really weird you things? Know, because Fullmetal Alchemist has great things and then really weird things. <laughs> I feel like that's... No, because... Like, Yuri on Ice doesn't have weird things in it, you know? Like, maybe there's a one or two oddballs. But oh, like- I've seen, I've, <laughs> I remember one where it was like, it was Yuri and he was dressed as a cow and then Victor was what? dressed as a bunny. It was bad. That's really strange. <laughs> that's, that's very strange. I, I don't like that. And that's that's kind of what you wanted to get into about Dojinshi. Yeah, is that it's just- it facilitates this weird culture inside of a culture inside of a culture so what why it's problematic for me and why i can't go down the jojinshi rabbit if you i swear to god saying that word you don't go you go don't you don't often go down the rabbit hole what do you mean by that i try to not go down into like this weird dark place where like these characters are now separate from where they are in the show which is why free is eternally ruined for me because i did i went down that rabbit hole and I found so much just cute Haru and Makoto. Just found so much. And like, and I just found cute fodder. That's that's all. This was like an like a four and a half hour spiel that I went on. Like this this was not healthy to do in any coping capacity. So yeah. because of that, I think it's really dangerous sometimes that you're going down this rabbit hole and you're losing what the artist wants, like the original creator wants to portray to begin with. And now you're just having these side things that, I mean, it's great that they exist, but, you know, when you go in so deep that the real thing is just not that great anymore, you know? Yeah. Does really? that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You're really playing devil's advocate over here because I'm on the exact opposite side of the <laughs> spectrum where... I love the realm of fan fiction and doujinshi because it allows for people to express themselves in a creative way on such a unique level to be able to pull forward some of these things that perhaps the artist or any of anybody in the fandom didn't think about and then they can elaborate that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the characters take on, they can take on a voice and a personality of their own. Um, some great examples I have is Idea, the auth- the artist and author. Her name's Idea, and she does a bunch of uh, Full Metal Alchemist fan fiction. And she always portrays Edward as being this 
very whimsically delicate character in the way she draws his face and his hair. And I like that character that come that gets fleshed out from his original like bones because it's just it's it's a vulnerable side we don't often get to see of him. And so I like to think of him like that sometimes. Um, and I think I think characters changing and taking on a life of their own tends to happen a lot more in fan fiction than it does in Jojinshi. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's sometimes even really difficult for me to read. Um, like I'll read an AU of something and it's like, while this is nice, I can understand why the author did not take this path. Oh, I, I, I steer clear from AU as really? best as I can help it. Yeah, I, I very rarely will read an AU. I do read a lot. I read a lot of AUs to look at it from the perspective as the original content and why we went away from the original content. And this is why the creator is staying on this. Um, I know you don't read it, but um, the check please, the gay hockey players that I read about. I've read it. Okay. I haven't, I'm not caught up, but I've read like... I think I think I made it halfway through. I don't know. We we found out that the one is gay and he had a boyfriend and Yeah. Um but I read a lot of things where it's like the one player the one player, um, Jack, he ends up playing in the NHL. And the big thing is, you know, they have this moment before he graduates from college and all of the AUs are, well, what if he didn't, what if Jack didn't do the big thing before he left college? Blah, 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 blah. Why would this impact it? And it's just, it's fucking irritating. Like I understand why she didn't want this and I can understand why people like to write from that because that's a problem and people like to take a problem and write with it because they can eventually make a solution. I'm so confused because you were totally on board with me writing a fan fiction about how Endgame should have ended in a better way. I'm not Pick- saying that this Pick a is, fucking side. I'm not saying that this is all the time, but oh. I can understand why. You know, I like AUs, but I can understand why they could become a problem when they're completely derived from the original content. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, but I I I wonder. I I don't know you because you 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 made a you made your side of the point for me specifically being a fan fiction author among other things. I like what I like to do is be able to write something how I would like to see it happen because sometimes I get so invested in a show or a movie or a whole cinematic universe that when they end it and it doesn't make a lot of sense to the characters, I like to go and reroute it and write it in a, I don't know like I like to I guess I just like to explore different paths even though they're very unlikely just because it's it's an outlet for me to help me uh, express more of a involvement in something because a lot of these shows tend to be a core part of my personality so seeing something so destructive potentially can be uprooting for me and jarring almost so it's like it's a coping mechanism mechanism is the best way i can explain it (laughs) it is no it is it is and i i think that i think that we've fallen into this well somebody can just write you know an ending better than i'll like somebody will just like that and that's fine and all but it's the artist 
interpretation. Don't fucking hit me. <laughs> I swear to God, you thought about it. No, I wasn't thinking about it. Okay, well, you moved suddenly, and I had I to did move not. my foot. I was I was almost going to burp, and I was trying to <laughs> stop burping to the mic. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I went to go hold in a burp, and you thought I was going to flat out fucking deck you. Because I was being a smartass, and I deserve. I don't think you're Put being smartass. This is an interesting take on something that I actually did not know that you thought of. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know specifically that you had these thoughts and feelings about not exactly alternate universe, but I guess rewriting endings and stuff. And so I'm curious, like, how do you feel when I talk about wanting to rewrite endings or I think want that, to take? Well, it's totally up to you to rewrite stuff like that. And I think it's great that you have the creative ability to be like, okay. I didn't fucking like this, and from how the plot went, this is how it should have fucking ended. You know, I like that you have that ability to, like, step away from it and look at it and be like, hmm. Yeah, I like to, <laughs> I like to examine it from a, from a distance Which is, sometimes. you have ruined, you have absolutely ruined, like, storytelling for me in some places, like, especially Why? with scary stuff. Why? Like, you've totally, because in now I know what In a good way or a expect. bad way. <laughs> no, in a good way, because oh, okay. now I'm not as jumpy. Oh, good. <laughs> I was a little scared there. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. I want to create things that help but people. But like going and through the writing people. process with you, be like, that makes sense why this is foreshadowed in this sense. Be like, oh, that's why she's, that's why Frost isn't surprised by anything anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I was really, I was, I'd sit there and think about you had it. You to think for a second, but you're not. You're not fucking excited about anything. See, anymore. there's a difference between being surprised and being like dead set against, I like, cannot watch that kind of content. Like, <laughs> like the Serbian film. I, I won't watch that one. No, I don't blame you. No, that one's gross. Or like, and weird. Uh, oh my God, what's the one with the ass to ass scene? <laughs> I've seen that one. That one doesn't bother. Well, no, I mean, Requiem there was a- for a dream. <laughs> well, what? Requiem for a dream has the ass to ass scene. I thought you were talking about human centipede. No, what the fuck are you no, talking that's about? Mouth, that's ass to mouth. That's ass to mouth. No. Oh, ass to ass scene. Oh, yeah, I thought ass, ass to, to mouth. Ass. No, no, ass to mouth. Making one long loop. <laughs> I, I what everybody if you did, has like, to watch. Human donut. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It would be the. The Aurora Boris or whatever. <laughs> oh my god! It would just Stop. be a really fucked up version. Stop. <laughs> so that's another reason why I really like Dojinshi and fan fiction is because you can do all these weird fucked up things just for the shit to giggles of it. Like no, I I should say that I do like this stuff. It's just I can see where it can be problematic within the fan base. Is is all I'm saying. Do you do you think it's an insult to the author or the original artist it's sometimes depending on the content like um that's so weird because you're you're a fucking fujoshi piece of turd i know and that's why i have to like look back like oh like that's that's like that's we there's a reason why we're called rotten girls it's because we're the scourge and the bullshit of the bullshit that like i know and that's why i can see why it's problematic like i know when i'm being like a nasty piece of shit and i just want to see you know total, and that's why like, that's why that's why we want to be nasty pieces of realization. shit together <laughs> that's why we need to exist I'm in our own in cesspool like um a good example uh, not really a good example um well maybe yes like in in fandom like um with uh Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump they hate fan fiction of each other together they hate romantic fan fiction like absolutely loathe it 
And like where I could see, you know, as in that realm and fandom, I can understand why I would not be okay with that. Like, yeah, I, I won't. I will. I've, I've, I've said this before. Real people I get. But yeah, like, real people characters? I will never do like real actors like that for a while there. Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston, them specifically were being shipped together or like YouTubers is another thing. Ugh. I and I don't I don't mean to dog you for liking that. You're entitled to like I just don't like it. I won't do no. it cuz I get I get I get concerned or cuz that's a real person and a re- their real feelings and I feel that it might I I just I would hate to be disrespectful. Uh but everybody's entitled to like what they like cuz you can't help it. You like what you like and you know, good for you. Yeah. But I can see where the artist, like the original creator, would be like, oh, I don't like that they did this to my characters, but good on them for creating something. Like, where I, I could see that there's the good and the bad with it. As somebody who wants to write a novel, is presently writing a novel, maybe or maybe not, I don't know if it'll ever happen. <laughs> it's just one this of those things. This thing will things. lay dormant in a shoebox until you die. I'll bury it with you. <laughs> Please do bury it with me. <laughs> I'll put it. Do you want it between your legs or between your hands? Mm, put it up. Maybe. Yeah. Between my legs. <laughs> Not like in an intimate way, but just kind of like between my legs. I because feel like between my hands, between my hands might be a little too in- intimate. No, but you gave it's like birth my co- to it, It's my so... coffin baby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which is very fitting for the storyline that really it would is. be coffin baby. Honest to God, it is. <laughs> but... As as somebody who would like to be a novelist, I would love for people to do fan fiction and dojinshi of my shit. And I would be the type of person that would go and like look at it and just be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I would hate to get influenced by it, which is a problem that I have um, just like with reading other people's works that I admire in general because I would hate to be to like copy them. And that's kind of like a weird like. I, so I would finish a series and then go read fan fiction of it, I guess. Yeah. I'm talking about J.K. Rowling, which she did. I feel like I she read fan fiction and then she just copied and, and pasted it. And that was her epilogue. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that she was not she reading did. fan fiction oh of her God. shit. I feel like she is the type of person that would love to ego stroke herself hard. She does ego stroke herself. And then she w- so she would go and seek fan fiction and stuff because she knows. She knows what people like and that's why she's saying all this shit. I had black people and gay people and Jewish people in, in Hogwarts. They were there. I just didn't I just didn't write them. Guess guess which Harry Potter character is gay? All of them. <laughs> Thank you, Gus Johnson. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> so are there any little nuggets that you want to end tonight with? Because we, oh my God, where did we even begin? We did, we went on a journey. Everything's a journey with us guys, and I, I'm just kind of the one that like stomps on the brakes in the middle of this journey, and I apologize. <laughs> okay, salty's bored down. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no. I highly recommend free doujinshi. Uh, not free as in it's for free. I mean free. With an underline and an explanation point, <laughs> Iwatabi Swim Swim School. I would recommend a lot of Dojinchi from that if you're into Dojinchi or even if you're looking into Dojinchi. Free can be a gentle place to start, I guess. And also, idea 
the Full Metal Alchemist fan fiction that she, or Jojinchi that she did. Oh, so good. Also, I totally want to write a fan fiction about a Kingdom Hearts and Marvel Universe crossover. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> be sure to follow us on our Twitter, RMS, all hands on D. D. On the D. <laughs> and uh, our Instagram. Seriously, that, that, it was too long and you couldn't. My yeah. D is too long. It's a capital D, too. Like Beautiful. Dick. All hands on that <laughs> dick. Ascent, yeah, that's what it is. An Instagram, RMS, all hands on deck. Also, join our Discord if you're interested in being a part of our community. All hands on deck. Search that. Look for it. It's linked in our episodes and our website. Be sure to check it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. Hopefully you enjoyed. Be sure to give us your thoughts, feelings, and opinions. We'd love to hear them. If you'd like to send us a long message or an audio clip or anything of the such, you can also email us at rmsallhandsondeck at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next week. Signing out. Bye. in this episode are going to be great. (laughs) All know that Frost is slowly wheezing. Do you need your inhaler? (sighs) Maybe. Do you want to take a moment to get your inhaler? (sighs) I'm all tucked in, though. (laughs) Do you want me to get your inhaler? Oh, my God, would you? (laughs) I would. It's on the fridge. I'm, like, trapped. I get trapped in this little box. What is Ah! It's like a fucking rush. Oh my god. What's that rush? Could you imagine being in like the Middle Ages with asthma? Oh no. wait, you'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I would. Do you want up here? You gotta pick up or down, buddy. And it's down. <laughs>